You're listening to the Winsight Podcast Network. Increase covers, not costs. It's time to level up with Talk, the restaurant industry's leading reservation platform. Join today using promo code RESTAURANTS3 for three months free off of your base subscription. Terms and conditions apply. Go to jointalk.com slash podcast. That's jointalk.com slash podcast. Grubhub is laying off 15% of its workforce. NYC is setting a minimum wage of nearly $18 an hour for delivery drivers, and we'll discuss the trend of taking alcohol to go. Welcome to RB Daily, quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Gaskowski, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Associate Editor, Reina Estrada. Grubhub is laying off 15% of its workforce, or about 400 people. The company said that even though it has grown since 2019, its costs have grown faster and that the, quote, right sizing is needed to set itself up for long-term success. Chicago-based Grubhub has struggled relative to its delivery peers, which have seen continued growth even as the pandemic has eased. But CEO Howard McDowell said that the company still has lots of opportunity ahead of it. Grubhub said it would unveil its new business strategy soon. New York City is setting a minimum wage of $17.96 per hour for delivery drivers affiliated with apps like Grubhub and Uber Eats, effective July 12th. The rate will then be adjusted annually in accordance with changes in the cost of living, with the amount rising to at least $19.96 by April 21st, 2025. The app's hosts can either pay per hour, per trip, or under a payment plan of their own creation, as long as the amount hits the prevailing threshold. Alcohol to go has become a lifesaver for restaurants during the pandemic. But now that COVID is in the rear view mirror, the trend continues. At least 20 states have passed permanent laws allowing customers to order beverage alcohol with a takeout, according to the National Restaurant Association. And another 14 states have extended temporary pandemic legislation for a couple more years. About 90% of restaurants now offer alcohol off-premises when permitted. Millennials are particularly pleased with the trend, as 62% would choose a restaurant for takeout based on whether or not they can get beer, wine, or cocktails to go. The former operator of the now-defunct Jekyll and Hyde Entertainment concept in New York City has pled guilty to using $3.2 million in federal COVID aid for personal purposes, including the purchase of a house in Nantucket, Massachusetts. Donald Finley, age 61, applied for and received 29 loans from the Paycheck Protection Program and the Emergency Injury Disaster Loan Program. He faces a possible sentence of 30 years in prison and $1.25 million in fines. Virtual brand provider Nextbyte is selling OrderMark, the part of its business that helps restaurants manage orders from various delivery apps. The buyer is Urban Piper, an Indian company that offers similar technology. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. The sale follows a round of layoffs at NextBite last month, its third headcount reduction in just over a year. The company grew quickly earlier in the pandemic, but has struggled more recently as investment capital has dried up. Peter Piper Pizza had a problem. Too many customers outside of its core markets thought it was just another Chuck E. Cheese. And the problem with that is both concepts are part of the same company, CEC Entertainment. So how do you fix that? Well, you create a new type of concept. So Peter Piper Pizza has opened a new fast casual version of its brand in Kansas City with a smaller number of games. The idea, according to the company, is to give CEC another potential growth vehicle 
and take Peter Piper outside of its core markets. Subway sale process has been slow and difficult, and the current market is not favorable for mergers and acquisitions. So why not go public? The fast food giant has long argued against an IPO. CEO John Chidsey said multiple times that he does not want to run another public company. Yet Subway could potentially get more valuation if it went public, as public equity investors seem more receptive to restaurants right now than private equity buyers. But going public has its costs, such as a short-term focus, activist investors, and short sellers that can make life difficult for executives of such companies. And Subway's challenges in recent years might attract even more scrutiny if the company were publicly traded. In other words, according to RB's Jonathan Mays, there is no guarantee that it would get valuation. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in every weekday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Guskowski. And I'm Reina Estrada. Have a great day. Increase covers, not costs. It's time to level up with Talk, the restaurant industry's leading reservation platform. Join today using promo code RESTAURANTS3 for three months free off of your base subscription. Terms and conditions apply. Go to jointalk.com slash podcast. That's jointalk.com slash podcast.